Everything has happened just as I said it would. Now I will announce what will happen next. Those are God's words recorded by the prophet Isaiah. If we look back in history, we can verify that God's former prophecies were 100% accurate. As we look forward, his unfulfilled last day's prophecies will be 100% accurate. We believe that the Bible should be interpreted literally within historical and grammatical contexts. And we also focus a lot on the spiritual relationship between the nation of Israel and the church. We look at the biblical covenants and we talk about the end of days. And when you read your Bible that way, which we think is the right way, you become very interested in prophecy. You realize that since the unfulfilled prophecies will be fulfilled, you should be able to identify trends in the world that are suggested by what the Word of God says. For example, the Bible predicts that in the last days there will be a global economy that's accessed by a personal identifier having to do with your hand or your forehead. And so today we have that technology. Uh, we, we have pretty much a global economy now, but we could have a one currency global economy without any much trouble. And they could use facial recognition or palm prints to access it or any number of other things, or maybe something even more fantastic that hasn't been revealed yet. And so what the Bible says was going to happen at a time when, when technology was really non-existent, uh, it's really fairly miraculous to see that prophecy coming true. Now, I read an article posted on various sites titled, Archaeologists Claim to Have Found the True Location of Noah's Ark. It's the same as the old location they have, but they've added some new technology to it. So let me read you the article. It says, the discovery was made using advanced 3D scans of an area in eastern Turkey, believed to be the location of Mount Ararat, the resting place of Noah's Ark as described in the book of Genesis. Such angles below the surface is something you would not expect to see in a natural geologic formation, one of the researchers says. The giant shape in the Turkish mountains matches perfectly the shape and dimensions of the ark as given in Genesis 6.15. Discovered all the way back in 1959 by Turkish army captain Ilhan Durupinar and later investigated by the American explorer Ron Wyatt, and others, this boat formation located in the mountains of Ararat has intrigued ark hunters for decades. Now these 3D scans claim to see man-made structures below the surface, such as rooms and hallways. And so that's what's new about that. Now, I think it'd be totally cool to find and explore Noah's Ark anytime, right? But it's interesting prophetically because Jesus made a big deal about Noah's Ark, about Noah in his Olivet Discourse when he was talking about the future, he said it will be as it was in the days of Noah. And so all things Noah are interesting to us because it ties in somehow to the last days. Jesus went on to say that it, the, the marriages in the days of Noah were particularly weird, uh, and that's why God judged the earth. You go back into Genesis and you find out that sons of God, meaning fallen angels, were mating with uh, human women creating a, uh, this weird offspring we call the Nephilim giants. And uh, so uh, is that happening today? Well, no, but people are messing with DNA and they're ruining biblical marriage. And so there's a tie-in. And so, you know, just as a prediction, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did find Noah's Ark in the sense that everybody said, hey, this is Noah's Ark and we can't deny it now. 
because God is just getting everybody ready for what's happening. And what's happening is that um, we're setting the stage for the Great Tribulation, that seven-year period of time that's spoken of uh, as the time of Jacob's trouble. Uh, it, it will take place uh, right after the Antichrist, the man we call the Antichrist, signs a peace treaty with Israel, a seven-year peace treaty. That's the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And uh, halfway through that, those years, he ends up in Jerusalem. He goes into the rebuilt temple, and he says, I need to tell you something. I'm God, and you're going to worship me. The Jews flee into the wilderness. Jews in Jerusalem, he goes after them, but God miraculously protects them. And through that great tribulation, they are saved when Jesus Christ returns. And so we, um, we're not going to be in the tribulation. I tell you each week that the Lord in uh, Revelation, when he's talking to the church at Philadelphia, he promises that the church is not going to go through any part of the great tribulation, that he's going to take us home before that. People say, well, that, that's not for the whole church. Well, yeah, all the promises to all the churches are for every church. That's why they all end with, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. The Spirit, when, when, when the Lord was telling the church at Philadelphia, you're not going to go through the tribulation, he was saying that to all the churches. And so we won't. We just won't. And, and so what's going to happen, you know, is the Lord's going to come back in the, in the heavens uh, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God and a shout, and he's going to raise the dead in Christ. All deceased believers will uh, come out of their graves or wherever they happen to be, and they will be reunited, their spirits that are in heaven, with their physical bodies, only they'll be glorified physical bodies. And then we which are alive and remain will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. So if the Lord came right now, you hear the shout, you hear the trumpet and all, um, you're, you would be in your glorified body and on your way to heaven. Do you believe that? And are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because, ready or not, Jesus is coming. <laughs>